And we are back. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 12 of the Overachievers Podcast. I'm your host, Martin I'm here today with uh, my co-host, Phil Lewis, DJ Bo, and a very special guest, um, one of our favorite comedians of the Overachievers. He's done our show many times. He's one of our day ones. He's been to Jackpot. He's been at the Draft House with us, and uh, he's internationally known. And we every episode seems like we talk about this gentleman for everyone. Just he's a he's one of the favorites, not just in D.C., but around the world, man. Thank you, Mr. Tony Woods, for being here. No, thank y'all for having me. Yep. Yeah, man, you are the comics favorite comics favorites comics. What? <laughs> I did a show with Trevor Noah three years back, and I remember I was in the green room. And I was like, "Hey, Trevor, uh, Tony Woods is here to see you," and his eyes just lit up like Tony Woods is here to see me. I'm like. Yeah, he's outside. <laughs> and then he was like, "Yo, he's a legend." He was like, he was like, he was like shocked that you were there to see him. Yeah, that's the time that he had the security who almost, yeah, yeah. And then because <laughs> I rolled up, I'm like, "Yo, what's, what's up?" Yeah, but we we got a thing that I always can you curse on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always go, yeah. I forgot. I always go, yeah. Fuck Trevor Noah. Like yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had had some death threats. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now that when yeah. I, his, the the security is due, the head of security was a guy named Marcus, and I was talking because I wasn't allowed in the green room because that was the weekend they, he found out he was a Daily Show host. Yeah. So the John Stewart security detail that I found out from the security was was transferred to Trevor Noah that week. So yeah. it's kind of like the president when the president like stepped he had down. The, he had the guys with the blue blazers and the macaroni out the ear. Yeah. Yeah. Like and I, like, I rolled up on because I did the little show for you. The green room. And then, yeah. And then you just wanted to say what's up. Yeah, that's all. And, uh, yeah, people just don't know, man. The name Tony Woods rings out all over the world. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was just talking to my friend Chris Miller on the phone. And um, he was he's in London right now. And uh, he was telling me how, like... He got deported. He got deported, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very... Yeah, man, but he he was having a tough time just trying to get get spots. And uh, he said that um, he talked to you and you you gave him a couple names. And the moment he, you just dropped Tony Woods, boop, he got into he got in a couple spots, man. So that... that Jeez. Yeah, that helped him out. You know, you help him out in the tough spot, man. So thanks for being here, Tony. No, thank you all for being here. Okay, that's what's up, man. You just got back in town. You did the uh, the Funny Bone this Rich, week. I did the Virginia Beach Funny Bone with mm-hmm. me and uh, Eddie Bryant and uh, Angus Black. That was a good show. Yeah. That was good. We were there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It was dope. And the week before that, you were in Aruba. Aruba. Yeah. How was Aruba? It was good, man. The sun was shining. Water was clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's uh, cause you perform for uh, like you know people who just stand on the island, uh, not the locals. But the show I did for the other guy, the Dutch guy, is for the yeah, locals. Locals. Cause they, he does his comedy in Dutch. Then he brought out a singer and she sings. She sings in English. Was that the one that ta- you did on Facebook Live where you had to follow the singer? Yeah. That shit was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> How'd it go? It went well. It went well, yeah. Absolutely. You know, cause the first show. She went last, and then the next show, I went last. Yeah, I got, I got, uh, what you call it? I got moved up. Yeah. I was like, I did that well. So they go, yeah, you gotta go last. <laughs> like, Can you explain to the audience what it's like, the feeling of trying to go after a singer, like in comedy, people listening? Yeah, like, it's, Yo, it's it's scary because you know I don't like when you, even when you work with comedians who do like impressions or they got a keyboard and right. they do 
like your favorite song and do a parody of it, mm -hmm. and people just like yeah, yeah they love yeah, it, yeah, 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 and you know stuff yeah. like. That. And, and so then, like, then you just go up there kicking the bobo. So it's like <laughs> even a comic who does crowd work, right? Does that can that throw you off? Uh, sometimes, because I do a lot of improv crowd work and right. stuff. That doesn't throw me off. Just make you tighten up. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You what's, know what's like the craziest act you follow though? The cra the craziest act to follow is somebody who's like um, real. I'm saying that you follow. No, I'm right. I'm saying like yeah. acts who leave the stage. Guys who are usually street performers, who they run around, they get people to participate, they bring people on stage, they run around, they mess with the audience, and you know they take, they, they change outfits and yeah, that stuff, you know, because it's like all over the place. It's, like, ah. it's not like it's not like just standing there doing stand up. It's just doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's the wildest show you've done, you you you're on thirty years plus, right? Thirty one. I can't remember. It's like I, it's like ten or more. <laughs> ten or more. Yeah. I remember you had your thirty year anniversary. For yeah, I don't remember long. that. I said it's been <laughs> ten or more. <laughs> well, is that a number you just try not to think about? You're like, hey, I ain't thinking about that. You the yeah. one thinking about it. I says <laughs> ten or more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in your ten or more years, what was the, what was the wildest show you've been on? You I did? can't remember. Like uh, like a show show or a TV show. TV show. Um, I did a, a, the Uptown Comedy Club one time, mm -hmm. and I had to go on after uh, with Lords of the Underground. Mm -hmm. Remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they was they was hot at the time. Lords of the Underground from Newark. They yeah. brought the whole Newark on stage. <laughs> them, and they was like Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah, and they was just going and wilding out. But the stipulations was is that the comedians couldn't curse. Wow. Yeah, and they was, you know, they got the audience wild, and, and plus they did, like, too much time, and then they and then they said I had to go up, and I went up, I did, I did my, but I just cursed the whole time. <laughs> I you said, fuck it. Yeah, because I was like, you know, I ain't taking a hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You're the not going to be that guy. Yeah, because yeah, they, wasn't, they wasn't down for it, and then, right. you know, I did my thing, but afterwards they was like, yeah, you, you wasn't supposed to curse. I'm like, you wasn't supposed to put a you know, a whole neighborhood from Newark <laughs> on before me with a, with a hit record. They just had, you know what I'm saying? But they was like, oh, no, Sean, we got to go somewhere. We got to leave, you know. So because of uh, time stipulations or whatever, they said, well, they're going to go on before you. Do you mind? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I have a choice? Yeah, yeah I don't have a choice. So, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, what about the um, the bad boys uh, of comedy? Was that what was it? That, that was cool. I mean, you know, like uh, the first one I did, I was supposed to tape the next day, and um, the uh, Puffy wasn't happy with what was going on, so he said, "We we all sitting out back, just chilling," and he said, "Which one of them is Tony Woods?" <laughs> and the guy said, "Hey, hey, uh, Tony Woods." Tony, I said, "Yeah, what's up?" And I walked across the street, <laughs> and Puffy standing there. Yeah, and he said, "Yeah." Something about, like, yeah, we, we're going to tape today. I'm like, I'm supposed to tape tomorrow. She said, Mr. Combs wants to I said, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, because he's standing there not talking. I'm like, that's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's so, just staring at you. Yeah, so, I, yeah. so he, he picked you. He wanted you specifically for that episode. For that episode. The one I did when I was talking about Jamaica. But yeah. see, <clears throat> what it was, all the guys were coming, and they, and they just assumed it was like Def Jam, which was in Manhattan. You know, and the black people in Manhattan is coming down from Harlem, Harlem and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. You know, right, 
who come from the South. All the black people in Brooklyn come from the Caribbean. Right. So boom, right. I just took them home. Yeah. Bang. You know, so that was it was it. a hot crowd. It was a good crowd that night, it was huh? It a good crowd, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was packed. But, you know, it was no, you get to wear uh, Sean John. You get to pick stuff out of the little wardrobe. All right. they had left was that shirt I had on. <laughs> <laughs> you got there late? Yeah. No, it's just they, those were the guys for that day had those mm. outfits. Yeah. So I was supposed to take the next day, but the, the little, little uh, closet or whatever, the little wardrobe room was, there was nothing left. That I said, I, I wear that. I wore that shirt. <laughs> and just it went. looked like the North Zone rack, just empty. Yeah. So, boom, I just, I went, I had, but it, it worked out. Because yeah. it was hot that day. But everybody else was taking stuff like, you know, Sean John leather jackets and stuff like that. Even though it was dead summer, yeah. they was like, we get it for free. They was wearing as much Sean John as they could. Oh, so you kept the shirt? Oh, yeah, I still got it. That's yeah. hilarious, man. Mm. So how would you compare that to the HBO Def Comedy Jam joint? Is that just uh, it was it that was good, but it wasn't like you know because Def Jam was fire because yeah. it was brand new. It was like yeah, watch this. Who was the host for the, for you when you did it? Uh, the first Martin. Martin was the first one. Did he bring you up? Yeah, he brought me up. Okay. Yeah. It, you know, um, well, you know, we started together. <clears throat> he started like maybe a year or two before me, but yeah, we know each other from here, and um, yeah, so. Is it like backstage, the vibes backstage with the other comics is like, does anyone like tell people like in the like in the audience listening and like the, was it like for most people they know once you go on that show, it's like Carson, is it we, like? We had no idea. No, that was, that was I'm serious, was the first that, that was the first season. We had no idea. Like it was a few guys like on my show, Paul Mooney was the headliner for my show. Wow. Yeah. And it was other guys like James Stevenson the third. It was some guys who had already been doing things. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, you know, guys like Tommy Davidson, you know, he was beyond Still. that. He didn't, you know, he didn't, He never did Def Jam, but he was beyond that. You know, he was, like, on TV and stuff. Like that, so it was no reason for him to do that. But <clears throat> I did it, uh, and I was, everybody was surprised at what happened because we was all, like, doing things, working, and stuff like that. We were all headliners in our own right, but, you know, we was working clubs here and there and stuff like that, but to, you know, because we wasn't getting picked to do, like, David Letterman and stuff right. like that. Now, I, that same week, did uh, Caroline's Comedy Hour because I'm bilingual. <laughs> so I did. What he's saying is he could do white rooms. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, I, I, and black rooms. I really thought that the Caroline's thing was going to, it's gonna me, be the one. Was gonna be the one. And if you see footage from that, you was wearing a fly suit. You had the whole the whole yeah outfit, yeah right? yeah. But I did the uh, Def Jam. I don't know. I think I had a red jacket. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, Def Jam was the joint. It was hot. And how'd you get on uh, Def Jam? Was it Bob Sumner that came to DC and stuff? No, no. It's uh, a a girl that I know who knows Russell personally, mm -hmm. and he was saying he was gonna start a thing. He said, "Well, you gotta have Tony Woods on." Right. And when he Call, he called me. I was in Russell, Camp Russell yeah. hit you up? Yeah, I was in Camp Lejeune because I, I hadn't gotten out of the... I was in Desert Storm. I hadn't been released yet. You I'm were like, in Desert Storm? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I can do it. So <laughs> we, and we're, yeah, like, yeah, no, like when you want to do it? Like, yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, we're going to do it. And it was a, a couple of months. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. So you got <laughs> sent out to Desert Storm while you were doing stand-up? Yeah, but I mean, I started stand up, and then uh, while I was doing stand up, I was uh, still in the reserves. Reserves, act, but a they call, yeah, they called our unit up. Mm. So yeah, so I, like I stopped doing stand up for like a year because you had to go and, and serve. Yeah, that was 
Huh? What'd you get discharged? I don't know, like <laughs> September or something. I don't know. But we I didn't tape <laughs> I didn't tape until like January or February. But yeah, like yeah. uh yeah. So Russell was like accommodating, he's like, All right, well No, gonna- he said, Well, we're gonna do will you be available? Like he says, uh, I think it was like February or something like that. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> but at that time we had no idea when we were gonna be released. But I'm like, I wasn't yeah. gonna say, nah, man, I don't know. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. down, yeah, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Were you worried about like not going up and getting reps in before that taping, or you're like, I got it's, it. Don't matter. I got oh, it. At that at that time, I was not worried at all. But then when I did come back and I went to some of the comedy clubs, I was like, oh my god, I don't have it no more. Cause mm. I, I was yeah, and I was like, but then I started doing some little gigs. For these people out of Charlotte, um, Comedy Zone, yeah, I got my got my legs back. You can't not do stand up for, for a year. year. Yeah, that's not. So comedy yeah. is like a, a muscle, basically. It's like yeah. boxing. It is. It's like, like, yes, you, know, you okay. have to. Yeah, yeah. but I, you know. especially Def Comedy Jam, the energy is just so oh, the, hot. It's just the, it's a whole the, other level yeah, of energy. It is. It's like it, it's like playing ball you know NBA, it's like, yeah it's like you the, get out there like what's up son? you yeah. know like not NBA because NBA has coaches it's like playing street ball mm-hmm. you know it's like what ain't no coach like the Rucker yeah you, yeah, you just go out there and get it yeah. you know especially or, like uh, at that time Martin was already on doing stuff he was uh, there's like that story about like Chris Rock couldn't follow Martin in Chicago remember mm-hmm. that story you know that story that Chris Rock always tells about how it was, it was a moment where Chris Rock had to go back and uh go back and do black because he's like he was doing yeah. clubs already but he wasn't doing like black shows until he yeah. was backstage and he just heard like screaming and he thought there was a fight going on he tells this story on all the interviews and he it goes and he, he just peeks behind the curtains and he sees martin lawrence just ripping the stage apart and people were just like dying falling out their seats and that's when he realizes like yo i can't i can't follow martin lawrence like yeah. this is right before martin lawrence got deaf county jam as the host yeah and um, yeah, HBO Def County Jam is just different energy than Caroline's. Yeah. The Caroline's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in eighty something, I don't know. It was me and Tommy Davidson and Chris Rock. We were on tour together. On what's it called the Slit Smoke Liquor Pool Comedy. Tour. <laughs> it was you, Tommy Davidson, and and Rock. Chris, and Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah. Who was the closer? Uh, Rock was because he had a movie. He had a. What did he have? Was it? I'm gonna get you, sucker. I'm gonna get you, sucker. That was uh, Robert Towson's joint, right? No. Yeah, when he was like, "Can I get a rib? Can I get like one oh, rib? Yeah, Can yeah, I get yeah?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's before. Well, yeah, yeah, and he had been in New Jack City. Right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, I got in a I got in a fight one night because of that. What'd you get? What What happened? Okay, this is when I was, I was in station in Camp Lejeune, North yeah. Carolina. Right, but I had already been on a TV show called "Tell Me Something Good" on BET, so people yeah. knew, knew me on basis, kind of popular. And we all went to go see New Jack City. Okay, right. And, but on the way to go see it, I was trying to get some money at the ATM, but my ex-wife had uh, t- took the money. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't know because I because I was going to war, so I signed a pair of attorney. But anyway, yeah, <clears throat> she wiped out my bank account. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, so she, well, she left On five, your way to the movie theater. Yeah, she left $5 in there. Um, but that ain't enough to get in the movies. And you can't get five out of the 18. Back then, it was a minimum of 20, right? Yeah. Anyway, so 
we, you know, and I'm like, what's going on? I'm thinking something wrong with the bank. So my man didn't pay my way. And it's another guy, you know, we all stationed together. He's from another unit. He's like just a hater. I don't know, man. <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> he said, so who, you know, because like we watch TV, watch commercials and stuff like, oh, yeah, that's my man. Watch, you know, like TV shows. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my man. Yeah, right, you know. <laughs> and, we, and we're watching that. Mm-hmm. And, we watch, and I'm like, oh, my man. Because I, I didn't know Rock was in it. Yeah, I didn't know he was in New Jack City. He wasn't listed or whatever. Right. All I knew was Wesley Snipes yeah. and was a singer, Christopher Williams. Yeah, because like Chris Rock wasn't even a name. He wasn't like yeah. acting while his his name wasn't so popping. It, yeah, it was all about him. Ice T, right? The the, the the names in the, the in, top billing. Like, the top was, billing was Wesley was Snipes. Snipes. The, not even the guy who played G Money. He, no? the the top billing was. Wesley Snipes and Christopher Williams, mm. the singer. Remember the one he stabbed in the hand? Yeah, yeah. So they had top billing, but but I, so we went to go see it because it was just the new black movies. We go see it, and I'm like, oh, that's my man, you know. And some of my buddies in the unit said, yeah, look, and he, oh, you know Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I know, you know. Yeah. You know, and you know him. You know, I'm like, no, I just know Chris Rock in this. One. That's uh, you, know, you know, yeah. And um, I don't know. We left and we went to that place where they roller skate up to the car, or like a like a drive through type. What's the name of that place? Oh, Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, yeah, they roller Sonic. skate up. This is in North Carolina, man. Mm-hmm. Man, he said, he said, hey, y'all, look, you got a celebrity over here. We should get our food free. You got, a <laughs> and it's just you know, I'm like. Yeah. You're doing all this stuff. And I wasn't in a good mood, man. I yeah. just found, you know, I ain't got no money. And like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck down here, you know. All, and every time I turn around, all my friends is blowing up. Right. And I don't know what happened. Yeah, but anyway, I just, I said something. Because I'm not even a fight star. I'm like, I said, man, don't, don't, you know. Don't say nothing. Like, don't do not do that. Yeah. So somebody else, he said, hey, you know what this is? It's Tony Woods from BT. I'm like, <laughs> I just I just stole him, and we just stopped fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was just, you know, it was, yeah. That was a long time ago. That's that was long. North Carolina. Camp Mil- Lejeune. Campus June. Camp Lejeune is uh, a, milita- a Marine Corps base. Yeah. There's, there seems to be a lot of comics that, that, uh, that used to be in the military that crossed over. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Royale Watkins was in my unit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Royale Watkins. He uh, another DC comedian. He's in LA now. He has a mixtape comedy. Series. He's got the mixtape comedy comedy show. He does a lot of shows with um, like Anthony, everyone, Anthony yeah, Anderson, and all those guys. He's done. He's done so many stuff. That's dope, man. Yeah, I, we were just talking. The last episode was with um, Alex Scott. He was uh, he was uh. He was active duty, and then he got discharged. He, had, he got diagnosed with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got into comedy as soon as he got out of the military and just went all in, he said. He yeah. just said one year in D.C., then went, made his way out to New York and um, never looked back. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. when well, when I when I did come back, I just, you know, I left, I left D.C. and went to New York. Straight. Yeah. And I remember telling my dad, because he lives in New York, I said, yeah, I'm going to stay here for a year, see how I like it. Then if it don't work, I'm going to L.A. He said, a year. <laughs> he said, man, New York can't 
can't say that in New York. He said, I'm here for the summer. <laughs> and that came up in 1960. I'm like, all right, yeah. And he's right. Because I came up for one year and, and uh, I left New York in 03. Wow. Yeah. When did you, did, you get did, there? When'd you get there? 90? Uh, either 90 or 91. I can't remember. Yeah. But I, I lived in, I had an apartment in L.A. for what a year eight months or something like that because i had a development deal mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what <laughs> you got the development deal while in new york and they made while you, in new york because they, they make me move i moved i yeah. was bi-coastal baby yeah I had, <laughs> I had the deal yeah you got the deal and, uh, yeah, which because i went because uh, i went to uh montreal just for laughs just for laughs and uh me and adele gibbons had a had a show together and it came down to it was going to be our show or the Clueless. Remember the movie Clueless? Mm -hmm. And they said Alicia Silverstone, right? And um, I remember I saw my man Faison. You know Donald Faison? Yeah. yeah. And he said, "Yeah, man, I just got a third call back." I said, "Man, good luck, man. Hope you get it." Wow. He got it. As a matter of fact, yeah, because he was on Clueless. Yeah, he yeah. got it. Yeah. Boom. I remember. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is before Scrubs, yeah, man. Scrubs. I was like, wow, he got it. Yeah, man, that was ninety uh, one. No, that, I don't know when that was. That was in ninety something. You got Stacy Dash in there. Yeah, yeah, but at that point, you're already traveling the country, headlining, right? Yeah, I was trying. I was before. I was headlining before Def Jam and stuff. I kind of moved up quick because I started, and then this guy Andy Evans, who we call the Godfather comedy, he had, um, had that TV show. This before cable, cable. Mm. Right, yeah, and he had a TV show called the the Solar Comedy, on on a uh, HUR TV, yeah. And so he put us on me, Martin, Tommy, uh, put a lot of us on. And when he put me and this other guy, Warren Hutchinson, on, we were like pretty new, but uh, you know, did when it. you started, like, uh, how, like what what made you get on stage to begin with? Because like your stories, well, when I was. You know, growing up, people always thought I was funny. Then when I was in the service, that's when everybody was like, "Yo, you gotta do this." <laughs> yeah. They were they were egging you on, or you just no, just a, a buddy of mine. He's like, "Yo," because he was a real serious dude. He said, "Listen, yeah. I don't laugh." <laughs> like, what was his? Do you remember his name? Yeah, I, yeah. As a matter of fact, his name was Charles Taylor. We Charles we used to call Charles, it, the Charles Taylor for getting Tony Woods to get on stage. Yeah, right? we used to call him T. <laughs> and um, it, like about. About two or three years ago, uh, my friend Dave Collins, his uh -huh. his father passed away, and but his father had other kids, and so I'm up in Annapolis, and um, he said, "Yeah, man," he said, "You know Charles Taylor?" I'm like, "Yeah." He said, "I said, dude, I was in the service with him." He said, "Yeah, man, he talk about you all the time." I'm like, "What?" You know? He said, "Yeah, he married to such and such and this and that." I'm like, "Man, can you hook me up?" He said, "Oh, he died a couple years ago." I'm like, mother, <laughs> like, yeah, damn. Yeah. So Charles Taylor got you to uh Well, he didn't pursue, get like, me. He just said, man, go do it. And then when I first went to a comedy club, I, I saw Kevin Lee and I saw some other guys. Okay. And Walk us through that whole situation. Everybody was funny as I don't know what, man. Yeah. What club, you know what club it was? It was Comedy Cafe on comedy K Street. Cafe on and K Street. I was like, man. What I year was this? 86? That was 83. 83. I went in, I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. But of course, I went What's back. What's K Street like back in 83? 
Like, what was the vibe of this DC? Because a lot of people. It was hot, man. Comedy was hot. There was no comedy. They only had one show on called Bill Boggs Comedy Tonight. And Bill Boggs was the closest thing to raunchy comedy because it came on like 1 a.m. Mm. You know, so it was like, it was edgy. It was edgier than the guys you see on David Letterman or the Carolines yeah. and stuff like that. In Comedy Cafe, what kind of like what kind of room was it? Was it was it nice. Black? It was like the cellar okay. in New York. It was small. It was tight. You know. What kind of audience was it like? It was hype, man, because comedy was new. It was mm. it was hype and and I, and and like back then everything was good. And I remember I went in and and I I'm like, man, I can't do this. You're, I inti- you're intimidated. I didn't come back for three years, but yeah. when I finally came back, boom. I, you know, went in, jumped in. So you, bang. yeah, eighty six. So eighty three. You saw it. You're like, mm-hmm. why you keep doing math for a dog? Nah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that I, was like, yes. that was Marion Barry's DC, or like, yeah, it was Marion Barry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it Chocolate was, City. It was wow, yeah. yeah a but but like the Comedy Cafe on uh, K Street on Thursday was open mic night. And it was like mainly a college crowd, main you know white crowd, and then so I was ripping just like every Thursday. I was so I was maybe like four or five weeks in. So I went up to this club called Ibex, which was you know black club up on Georgia Avenue because they had Catfish and Tommy Davidson. Me and Tom grew up together, and uh, in Silver Spring. Yeah, and the the what's it called? The Dells and the Delphonics. These are old school groups, right? So go up there. He said, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, I heard you doing comedy now. I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah, he said, hey, man, you want to do like, he said, you do a guest spot? I'm like, can I? Right, because at first I told my I told my wife, yeah, he ain't going to let me do He's scared. He ain't going to let me. He said, man, you want to do like 15, 20? I'm like, can I do five? <laughs> for <laughs> open up, oh, do guest spot for Delphonics? Yeah, for for Tommy. But it's like, you know, I'm like, I got a killer five. So oh, for Tommy? Yes, yeah, Tommy so I, was already doing Tom, it. Yeah, Tommy was already doing it. So I went up, man, it was a hard five. Nobody booed me, but they was quiet. Yeah, on Georgia? On Georgia Avenue, this lady said, Catfish, where you get this boy from? Like that. And the whole <laughs> audience laughed. I said, Good night. <laughs> and, I, took, and then the host, like, grandma said, Y'all give it up again for Tommy Woods. I said, <laughs> no, no. He said, he said, This boy funny. And then basically, he did my last joke in black. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He just put some spice on it. And everybody's laughing. He said, I told you how that boy's funny. I <laughs> <laughs> went in the back with Tommy and them was, and Tommy said, "How was?" I? I said, "Yeah, man, they they kind of tight." And he said, "All right, man, you know, why don't we, like he he said it sounded good, yeah. but he had heard the last laughter, which was catfish yeah. redoing my joke." Right? Yeah. And I went and sat back with my wife, and she was like, yeah, they just don't get you. Because they, you know, she was saying they wasn't on my level. I'm like, all right, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, think then, that would, I think that would, like, break most people, though. Like, yeah, what, 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 why do comedians but, keep going back up after, like, getting booed? You but know, or, like, I didn't know it was easy. Yeah. Ain't nobody <laughs> get booed. I just, <laughs> don't put that out there. Yeah, they, the booed. they just sat there. They, were, they didn't boo me. They just, Which sometimes could be hurtful, too. Yeah. They're just staring at you. They, yeah, you don't that, want that yeah. either. And then I, I sat there, and Tommy went up there and destroyed for 20 minutes like ah, just killing then at the end he do the beatbox <laughs> and then like good night I'm Tommy Davidson ah, everybody's on their feet yeah. and my ex-wife looked at me she said now that's a real comedian <laughs> <laughs> to this day she denies that but she she said I took it the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, but that's that's how you uh, learn the pet. That yeah. was what, that was in that Petworth, 
like that yeah. Petworth area. It's it's up, but it's across from Emory Playground. But what what she was saying was, you know, she's only been seeing open micers, right. and amongst right. the open micers, you the man. You the man. <laughs> she said, but hey, man, this real life right here. Right, right, right. Yeah. So one thing that interests me about you is, uh, you know, I was talking to Bo about this earlier about like there's like the king of the open mics, mm-hmm. right, of the city. Then you got the you got the comics working working the road, and then you got the comics who go from country to country is like comedy soldiers. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. ship them out, send them to London, send them yeah. to Australia, send them to China. So you're a dude from Silver Spring, Maryland. You know, me and Bo, we grew up on Belpre Road. We're from Silver Spring. All right. Yeah. You know, Argyle Middle School. That's where friends from Argyle. Yeah. And so I'm trying to, one thing I'm trying to learn. My son went to Argyle. Oh, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, no, it's Silver Spring got a dope-ass alumni. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was, <laughs> I was always wondered about you, like, because you're a guy who's internationally recognized, like, is th- is there any entertainment blood in your back in your bloodline? Like, is there anyone in your family that's been on stage before, or like singer, mm. actor? I don't know, comedian. Because a lot of times everybody's funny. I don't, but nobody said I'm gonna do this on I'm stage. I'm gonna do this on stage. Yeah. So you're the first one that you know of in the family that's gone, got to be on television. And well, like, I guess on my dad's side is a guy named uh, Tyrone Davis. He's an R and B singer. Okay. And then my my. I have a first cousin uh, again on my dad's side. His name is Marcus Young. Okay. He, he's a, he's local around here, but I mean he's a heck of a musician, you know. So band, you got some you got some leader. artist artistry on that side. Yeah, and then my side. and then and then both my middle and my youngest son are both rappers and singers. So. Dope. So you go you go from growing up in uh, Silver Spring to get then you get active duty. What was the timeline? Was it like after high school? Did you go to college? Right after high school. I went to college in the military. Went to college in the military. And then got out and went to college some more. <laughs> yeah. And then you went to K Street? Well, I went, nah, I don't know. I went to K Street, yeah. I went to K Street and did that. Did and, that? Uh, yeah, that was Did cool. your thing on K Street, then Petworth happened? Georgia Avenue? Well, nah, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was mainly on K Street. <clears throat> and then, you know, just, but I, you know, I started doing a little, Contests and stuff around the city, and getting my legs, you know, because who was the com- who was I don't want to say competition, but who were who was like the who were the who were the guys really doing it back then? Uh, like Greg Poole, Fat Doctor, Butch Burns, uh, Danny Williams, Kevin Anthony. Uh, did these guys uh, kind of like Andy Evans, did- and then you had guys uh, Vincent Cook. Then you had guys like uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Roger Mercik. Uh, you had. You had guys like uh, uh, like Tommy Davidson and Chris Thomas who were like they was killing it. You heard them on the radio. Chris and stuff Thomas, like that. for those who don't know, was uh, the first Rap City uh, on BET. Yeah, um, the mayor of Rap yeah. City. Yeah, but they were doing things like they had their own nights at nightclubs and stuff like that. They were mm-hmm. opening up, touring with big groups and stuff. Yeah, you know, say so they were like they didn't Work, have, they were working. Yeah, every once in a while they pop in. To yeah. open mic now, like what's up, what's man? Up, what's man? up? Yeah. Man? How y'all doing? Everyone's like, hey, man, you gonna go on? They go, come on now, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, come on now. God. I'm here to support DC comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like Tommy just come in and go. I just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. And was uh, was Wanda Sykes on the scene at that time? Uh, yeah, Wanda came along right back then, yeah, like well. Wanda Sykes, and you know, the, we were like the 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 new people, like uh, like. Let me see. When I started, I think it was like like me and me and Martin, 
And uh, what was Martin like? Me and back, Martin. Yeah. Like, what was, what <laughs> no, was, no, no. Just me and Martin. Martin. No, no yeah. one just it's me. I was thinking. I was thinking. Well, they considered us the new, new young about, open micers. We were the new me, know, Martin Lawrence, another guy named Warren Hutchison. Uh, was, like was uh, Pat Oswalt around? Yeah, he came along around. He, he the same was, time he was as in town Warren. this week. He he told a story at Big Hunt about because he was doing his special. He was uh, saying Garvin. He spoke about Garvin's. Garvin's. Yeah. That was his first time on stage. He was um. Yeah. So he see, he was nineteen when he was on. Yeah. So he wasn't around for the cafe but i know he, he i think him and yeah wanda was around for the cafe uh so he can't he, he may have come around the same time as dave yeah, yeah. he said that when he was on the first time he went on stage he was 19 dave was 14 yes and so. he and dave was there on the first time he had, when Patton went on stage for the first time dave was in the room and he was 14 mm. so it was that's he just told the story this week at big hunt because he's taping a special in town as a matter of fact me and Patton and roger mercy uh did a show and like uh, it was my last show before I was supposed to be shipped out. Uh huh. Right. We did. A, I was a feature and um, Patton was the MC and Roger was the headliner. Can I you am. imagine that man? Patton Oswalt, the host. Yeah. Tony Woods featuring and who's the who's Rod, the Roger Mercer was the headliner. Roger Mercer. I don't. What's Roger what's, Mercer? What's Mercer? Yeah. What's he? I never heard of Roger. What's he up to? I don't know. He's still working, man. Don't, <laughs> don't count people out, son. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, he, uh, he. Let me see. Yeah. So we did. Yeah, we did the show somewhere in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And I was already not feeling good because I got to go away. And uh, and and Patton was MCing, and then we did the first show. Then we did the second show. Uh, and we're just sitting around, and he was. Asking Patton because he had to do a TV show, he had to do, and he wrote some jokes out. And he said, "What do you think this or that? This, you know, blah, blah, blah. not even asking my advice, <laughs> right?" And they said something. I said, "You should say blah blah blah." And I could tell they both knew that was it, right? Yeah. That was it. And I'm like, uh, "What you, what you doing?" He said, uh, "It's called writing. You should try it sometimes." <laughs> Why they say it like that? <laughs> no, he they didn't they didn't see it. Just Roger says, yeah, just go right, you try something. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the next show, I just went all in. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, we cool. But I'm just saying that <laughs> that night, everybody was like, man, that feature was an animal. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah, he was a little angry, <laughs> you know. But and like. I'm known for like going over my time, but not being rude. I just kind of go to sleep on stage. Yeah. But I did my like I was supposed to do 20 minutes. I did boom 20 minutes on the nose, but it was 20 minutes of fire. No, no meandering or nothing. Like write that. Like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> write that. Yeah. Roger Mercer. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. That's because that's my man. We all had our little moments back then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can get real touchy sometimes on shows. Yeah. I remember one time we did a show in Frederick, Maryland. Okay, and me and Kevin Lee and and uh, and Kev, Kevin Lee told Fat Doctor that I said uh, <laughs> he said I said something about him. I don't know, but anyway, he was joking. Fat Doctor called my house. That's back. Days of answering machine. I was like, hey man, I'm da 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 saying all this stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, what's up with you, man? Like, yeah. we can do it, baby. Let's get it. Like, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and then and it's called Kevin, you know. And Kevin, he said, yeah, you said Tony Wood said this. He said, I said psych. 
Psych. Remember back then, people used to say psych. Psych. He said, I said psych. But what it is is what he said that I said. He was so angry, he was probably seeing fire. He could see him red. Yeah. He was like, he ain't hear the part about psych. Yeah, he ain't trying Yeah, he's like, what this new dude said? But and um and then there was a big contest here in DC. Oh oh another guy, Chip Franklin. He was like one of the one Chip of, Franklin. Yeah. And and there was a big contest up at uh Bethesda, what is now called the jazz and whatever. Bethesda jazz and yeah. Yeah. And everybody had to do 10 minutes right and it wasn't the guys from the comedy club judging it was just all on the audience and I went out there and I blew that joint up and I won and I got to go to Vegas for the that was on Showtime that was uh it was hosted by a guy named Leslie Nelson you know the guy from Airplane Mm. y'all don't know you never seen the movie Airplane Airplane's a little older for for us. It's still, it's still a movie. You ever yeah. seen Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Oh, okay. yeah fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, just because it was a long time ago, they just threw it away. Yeah. yeah, man. So you went from winning the contest, moved to New York. No, no, no. I won the contest. I was working a lot. I was... Uh, I got into the colleges. I was getting it like that. As a matter of fact, yeah. You had a, you had a college agent? I had a college out? agent, man, and it was killing it. And then, boom. College had, college gigs are Yeah, are back, oh, right? yeah. Uh, and back then, I was after the, the Showtime credit. What? Yeah. They, <laughs> I, how much did they pay back then? Because now it starts at 1000 yeah, well, it was. I was getting I mean, like a thousand. Night. I was like, depending on the school, I was getting a thousand or more. That's, what what school? That's was it, like HBCUs? Uh, no, 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 no HBCUs. Yeah, no. Did they have NACA back then? <laughs> yeah, it was NACA, but wasn't no HBCU. No. Oh, what you talking about? Yeah, NACA is uh, is like uh, the coll- collegiate for like um, it's yeah. like the circuit for yeah. for entertainers. You could be a musician, you could be a comedian, and it's all regional. It's yeah. National Association of Campus Activities, and it's oh. regional. They have these big, like, they have these big. Whatever, what do you yeah, call it? It's like um, a showcase. convention. It's yeah, like a showcase for yeah for, so, for school recruiters to come right. and scout. It's like it's weird. They they come and scout you and they pick who they like. Yeah. Uh, it's a and it's a process. You, and you can get like twenty to thirty colleges on one showcase, which would be like thirty to forty thousand yeah. dollars depending on what's the bracket. Yeah, and sometimes, right. but it costs a lot of money to submit too. But so, see, yeah, the agent I had, he he do all of that for you. But and then. I remember the night that I, I broke it off with him. We was in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's me, Steve White, and, and another guy, I forgot his name, Marvin something. But anyway, the the school kids or whatever, they said, well, we forgot to send the check to your agent and all this other stuff, so boom, here it is, right? I'm like, whoop. Right? Because I thought, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Listen, I was, gonna, I was supposed to make $1,000 minus a 20% commission. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my check was fifty five hundred dollars. Whoa. Yeah. Did you so 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 not only was he jamming me, but then he was jamming the you know yeah. taking the twenty percent out of the. I'm like, what? And he's like, oh no no, that's for some other shows. And I'm like, so I'm I'm like here with the kids right now. He's just no no no, that's just for you. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm like, damn dude. Damn yeah. It's okay. I, huh? Fired him on the spot. 
Nah, I cashed that check. Because <laughs> it was in my name, the whole, the whole joint, the whole joint. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you'll never do this. You never work. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I, I, I had got on with some with uh Brad Greenberg and them from Charlotte and yeah. all these other guys in Florida, Coconuts Comedy, and they had a lot of rooms. So I got on with a, a lot of rooms and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So it took a long time. It was basically it's like a, the process of going from like DC market. Then it was colleges. No, well, it's like you when I mean it's nothing in DC. You know, like like when we first started doing comedy, man, the intro on Thursday night would be like, yeah, just got back from Raleigh, North Carolina. Right. Just got back from uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. Right, you know? right, right. The road. You know? Yeah, and like uh, you know, but only guys going to New York were like Andy Evans and Greg Poole and. Uh, you know, uh, uh, and uh, was Chris Thomas and Tommy? They would do. They would. You don't understand, son. They, they, was, they were already working. They was opening up for Luther Vandross and stuff yeah. like that. They was good. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, they was good. They was like hmm, showcase. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what was the biggest show you ever did, like stadium wise? You ever do Madison Square Garden? Uh, no, I did Radio City. Oh no, I did do Madison Square. Oh, I've done Madison Square. Imagine, imagine, yeah, imagine forgetting. Imagine forgetting. <laughs> that's what, I'm saying. Yeah, that's what, what was the show of Madison yeah. Square? Garden? Yeah, it was Madison Square. I did well, like they do the the April Fool's show for uh, yeah. Hot ninety seven. So I've done it. I've done that like four or five times. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of us on there. And uh, yeah. and um, Radio City. Was and, that uh, was that the most? Uh, no. Like, the biggest audience is by far the thing I did in uh, the the oddballs of comedy. Oddball, oddballs. Who's it? What was it? What venue? It was. was uh, it's, it's in uh, it's in California somewhere, man. Twenty two thousand. Damn. What? And uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was uh, How to feel the show for twenty two thousand people? It was dope, man. They got the big screens everywhere, and, and it's really dope when everybody's saying you were the best one. It was. It was me, uh, Jeffrey Ross. Was the host uh, a couple, oh, on that first one? Was it? I, I don't remember, man. It was a couple guys. Uh, Dave Dave Chappelle was on uh, uh, Flight of the Concords, and the, the girl who's on the Flight of the Concords, mm. and Chris Delilia guy. Chris Delilia. Um, yeah, and um, uh, yeah, and then uh, a Brody. Brody Stevens. Yeah, he was. I know. Uh, for sure, a white uh, crowd. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> for sure, a white crowd. And ha- Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal was on. And then the second one, it was me, Chris Tucker, uh, uh, Dave. Was uh, Chris on that one? I can't remember. Nah, yeah. It was just a stack. It was a stacked lineup. Stacked lineup. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Michael Che and uh, you know, but basically I was. I was on. I'm the dark horse on all of them. I'm the guy, and everybody go, "Who's this guy? Oh my yeah. God, who is this guy?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That probably feels good when you like. Yeah, his favorite. One of his classic bitches goes up there and be like, "Yo, uh, tell tell the host it's my first time doing comedy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, he takes a minute, to yeah. start going. Hey, he's, it's so fun to watch, man. That's, so, what do you think about like the? The new generation of like comics, like like the people like, like the, now, the internet sensations. Yeah, internet sensations. Like, what's your take on like the social media comic? I don't know. They're good. 
I like them. I mean, they selling shows out on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. They killing it. I don't even know how to work my phone that good. How long did it take for you to make money in comedy where you could, like, pay your rent? Did it take you a long time to get No, nah, as a matter of fact, that was probably my problem. You know, like, when I first started, I was still working. Like, I had a serious job I was working, and then I stopped that. What's a serious job? Like, when you have to go to, I was a uh, oral. Like a, not Like a nine-to-five. Yeah, I was oral maxillofacial surgical assistant. Like I, like I assist you in surgery, and uh, I just kind of like I don't want to do this no more. Because <laughs> right? I was I was going to school, and then I found out I found out about being a bike messenger. Okay. Yeah, I'm like what? Because you know I, I know this girl, and uh, she went to school, and she said yeah, and and she's like, she's like I make. $300 a week, but it's other guys who make way more than me. Right? And I was like, like, you, yeah, I'm like, and then, so I, I it's like Uber back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> so like I, freelance. I, I, I talked to one of my boys who worked downtown, we worked in the mail room. I'm like, yeah, I know this girl. And she says, he said, man, some of them dudes is killing it. Some of them dudes making two and $3,000 a week. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And I went to this place, Action, Action Courier. Yeah. I went there and I'm like, you know, because it was, it was, uh, school was out or something like that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, let me just see. Right. And I remember uh, my first day, I think I had like 15 runs because it was all about learning the city and, and knowing addresses. You just, what are you, you just delivering? Just, do- just documents? They call you up and you, you, call, you and it's just like anything else. You know, like when dispatcher calls, you say, hey, what's up, man? You know, and you cool with him, you know. Yeah. yeah you know, and it's before you, emails. Yeah, you just be a friendlier guy, just be a nicer guy, and then boom, and then boom, so how was your first day? I'm like, it was cool, you know, blah, blah. Like, first day, I think I did 15 runs, which, which is nothing. 50, you know, you figure eight out there, I'm like, this ain't... Nothing. And the next day, my man said, oh, yeah, go over here and pick up this. And I, you know, you pick up, like, a stack of omelets, drop those off, and do-do-do-do-do. So I think on my second day, I did, like, 50 runs. And 50 runs is, like, you know, they were like, yo, what's up? You know, hey, you know, like, you know, because some guys are athletes. Some guys, they so boom, 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 boom. And they like, this guy gets there. He does it. He does it. So bang, and, you know. So I think, uh yeah, I think my first, my first little, I think my first little courier check was like eight hundred dollars. Damn. Yeah. yeah. This and is that back was, in the day. This is back. This is eight hundred dollars in what? Like that. was eighties or that. That was in the eighties. That was uh, a. That was yo. Tuesday, Wednesday. That was Tuesday, Wednesday, and and it what Tuesday and Wednesday and Friday. It was just three days. Damn. Damn. Three days, cause you know I had I had something else to do, but yeah. boom. And then after that, bangs banging out. Then you then you switch from that, you know, because you talk curious talk, and they go, oh, these people over here paying this much, they paying. All right, all right, boom, switching. I ended up going to a company called Michaels, and my number was triple seven because everything starts with a seven. I was triple seven, boom, triple seven, triple seven. So you making a thousand a week at this point? Yeah, no, nah, I was doing a little bit better there. <laughs> <laughs> I was killing it there. I was killing it. I was like, you see them guys? You see them guys downtown? Did you sing for years? Yeah, yeah. And then you probably look at them like, oh, that's just a bike. But if you look close, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a bicycle. 
Like, you know, some of these cats is riding some really nice bikes, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I, nah, I had a really nice bike and just killing it. You know, I wouldn't ride no dirt bike. But I don't jump off curves and nothing right, like that. Right, right, but, right, you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I was getting it. So that's what made you, that's what allowed you to just keep yeah, doing comedy. Yeah, and, and then... And then boom, like I would say stuff like, yo, I gotta go, I got a show, I got a show, right? Boom, you know, dispatch it, like, we got a show, like, oh yeah, I'll put you on my guest list, man, come out with your girl, come up, I'm gonna come out with the girl, they see me like, what? Yeah. My triple Sam is funny, yo, man, what's up, Drew? Oh, uh, I need a landline, give me a landline, and say, where your next show, man? Yo, oh, um, yo, could you put me on the guest Yeah, boom, boom. Then after that, you hit on the walkie talkie and say, uh, triple seven, triple seven, gotta get in land, land. Boom, so you go in the office, you call them, boom, they give you sweet deals. It's like, yo, <laughs> son, you hooked me up, man. Yeah. Came out to the club, and then they see me at the club, they like, whoa, whoa everybody know this man. guy, this guy is something yeah. else. You know, seven, seven, seven just killed it on stage, yeah. man. They like, man, <laughs> you know, and then when they dispatch and they, they, something I might have said during the show, and they, that's the little, then we got private jokes, bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. Do they, tip, do they tip you out Does it, uh, when no, you I drop stuff out? No, you, drop? Uh, you, you... Is it just like, based on the... No, back then, it was like uh, five or six, like I think five to seven dollars for a delivery. Mm-hmm. And then a rush was like 10 to 15. Then sometimes you got wait time and all that other stuff, man. So it adds so, up. Yeah, it's up. So say you got... 20 packages is dope when it's 20 packages in the same building right, coming yeah. from one office and then boom so you come here just boom you just dropped off 20 packages in like a half hour Damn. son you ready and for some dudes that's a whole day did, yeah. did anyone ever try uh, steal your bike try you on your bike when nah, you're in, in DC nah, and they just... nah not, no 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 not <laughs> no because <laughs> like, I mean we bike. nah because <laughs> we, we you know we out during the day you know and uh, you know, I, downtown was pretty safe back then. Yeah, right? well, it's like it's safe now during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, usually, if I stayed late, late was usually like seven or something like that because somebody in some office they ain't got their stuff ready. Right, right. <sighs> like that. And <laughs> and I said, uh, if I sometimes I rode home, but most times I would leave my bike right there at sixteen fifteen L Street. Right mm-hmm. underground, and you know, because I knew the dude, and then lock my bike up there, catch the metro back. Boom. Dope. So you stacked. You, so you stack. You're a young dudes coming up in DC to stack. Yeah. Stacking. So bread. it was. It was a good job to have if you want to do comedy. You right. Know? And like perfect. You, it sounds like a perfect yeah. job. And see, Fridays and Mondays were always very busy for bike messages, and so I used to miss out on Fridays sometimes because you know you gotta go and get ready so you know I'm like yo I gotta leave at like one or two o'clock today you know so I'm like uh, you know but that's more money for the other guys so yeah. you got say it's four of us and we gotta throw a thousand falls across the street right? right and split it evenly but now I leave that's more for y'all that's right yeah so my curry companies don't care about stuff like that so anyway yeah so it was a good job to have it and then the comedy started kicking in so, you know and How long did it take? I don't know, but you know, I was getting little gigs and stuff because it's making a little name for myself, the little comedy places. So, but I was, you know, and everybody was hitting me with the Billy Joel stuff, like, man, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know. Yeah. And then, so I was, I was really hesitant. And then, boom, I got the call. They said, Yo, we've been activated. Huh? And then yeah. I was like, but but I'm supposed to be going to LA or New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, but then I went. 
you know, when I got back. Because, you know, because you like, oh, yeah, I'm going to probably go next year. Oh, yeah, I'm going to probably be, yeah. Because, you know, it's a lot of guys around here in D.C. who are very funny. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to go up. <laughs> you know. Right. And, you know. And you don't so, want to be like that. I, I, I was like that. You made the leap, though. Yeah, but they pushed me. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, yeah. Because that, oh, yeah, that's did you go by when yourself? I got Did back, you go by yourself or did you go with any friends? No, I went by myself. I did everything yeah. by myself. And, uh. When I when I when I did get back, I'll never forget this. When I got back, and I say, "Yo, I'm back." Blah, blah, blah. From I, from tour from the tour. No, your, from yeah, back. from I, I try to be a bike messenger. Ooh, <laughs> I was I was probably a bike messenger for maybe uh, a week, and I remember dispatchers like, "Yo, what's up? Hey, all right now after you drop that, pick up this." I'm like, "I haven't got there yet." <laughs> right, and it, but it wasn't that I was slow. I wasn't slower. I was I had seen. What death looked like. Yeah, I wasn't. Mm. I wasn't zipping through traffic no more. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't as fearless no more. Mm. I, cause, cause I, I, I knew what it looked like when yeah. you get your leg severed. I, right. I knew. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. So I wasn't that. Yeah. I wasn't that dude no more. Yeah. After after the active duty and the yeah, the Iraq, I was. I was, it was a, Iraq, right? I was a medic, man. So you know, I was just like, I, I just after seeing too much, I was like. Eh. And then that's when I moved to New York. Yeah, yeah. That's the sim- it's a. Alex had a very similar story about about yeah. He was active duty. I mean, he was he was on a base and he just and that experience. That murder. He had, yeah, he had experienced the murder, and then after that, he was done. Got in straight went straight into comedy. Eight months he got comic. He moved to New York. So it sounds like you need the trauma sometimes drives you yeah. in a creative. It it just whatever it takes to get your mind yeah. off of what you're thinking about. And put in, in in this case very positive comedy I would say is very positive compared to like what other people turn to you know yeah. what I mean it could be a lot of different things but in the, your case put all your energy in the stand up yeah because I mean you know because you start thinking well I'm pretty funny and people like me but what if I get hit by a bus today you know what I'm saying because <laughs> right. when you're a bike manager it's it's nothing you almost get killed every day every day every day so Hey man, I'm a bad dude. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. but then after, yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like uh, yeah. And that's what that's what drove you to just you said fuck it, just move, pack your bags. Yeah. So you know, because I had contacts and stuff. I'm like, you know, what are you waiting for? Though? Yeah, just go. Were you like worried about like what your did you have family back here? Yeah, that was family, like, yeah, two kids. So two I was kids like, and it was like you know, but we weren't me and my wife weren't together. So I'm like, if I just go to New York I can still slide back and forth. You know, right. my, my man worked for Amtrak. Right. Same guy? <laughs> same dude, yeah. My man from Guido. I, I had a uh, <laughs> I had a I, I did a trip to New York with Tony and um, what do you want chicken? What do we? What do you, he wanted some? He brought, we brought him some food or something. What was it? Yeah, just yeah. We know we can't talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> we brought, he said yeah. Just bring him up Popeyes. Yeah. Said, just bring him some chicken That's and so boom, funny. and then then he put you on the train. That's so fucking dope. That was a that was a yo. That trip to New York for me was like one of the most memorable. I felt you know. You ever and tell him what train we was on. It was the uh, Excella. That's right. You know how much that train costs one way? No. It was like $300. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. That's the train. Uh, 
shoot we take to get out there to work for work. Oh, yeah. yeah, we go back and forth. All the right. We that's just only because our company pays for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's, that's expensive. Oh, yeah. we got the hookup, though, son. Yeah, you don't got that? the Popeye's yeah. chicken. We got no, the Popeye's chicken. <laughs> 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 but we went up to the, uh, Tony had a taping for uh, Cypher Sounds for uh, Title. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, it was, uh, and then, um, <laughs> And we were. It was at the Comedy Cellar. And for those who don't know, the Comedy Cellar is like the mecca for comedy, in, in, in not just in New York, but people say the world. Mm-hmm. And it was my. I've been to the cellar, but I've never been to the cellar with Tony. I was like going with Tony Woods is different than like paying twenty bucks to see a show. You walk mm-hmm. in, and it was like it was like that. You seen the movie The Bronx Tale or Goodfellas? You walk in, yeah. and everyone's like, "Hey, what's up?" Hey, like you walk mm-hmm. in. With Would the, you rather be loved or feared? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, I got you know, and then I got I got to meet uh, everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to meet Greer Barnes, Keith Robinson, Che was there, Michelle Wolf, and they were all like, uh, I was like, interviewing them on. They were all shot. It was it was such a, a surreal experience, man. And um, Tony went up, he did his thing, and just to see Tony in the comedy cellar environment, because you know when 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 I got to when I hang out with Tony, it's at Monday nights at Jackpot on a Monday night. It's eight mm. people in the crowd and. You know, we just that's all that, that's my uh that's what I that's that's where I was at in comedy. Yeah, yeah. And then you know I'm mean? getting to hang out with Tony in the comedy cellar. That that was a whole nother it was like a dream country. It was it was like the NBA, it was like a, the LA Lakers, you know what I mean? Like just right, right. being at the Hall of seeing future Hall of Famers just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Greer Barnes was great, you know, Keith Robinson. Mm-hmm. Y'all go back he had a lot of Keith Robinson had a lot of Boy, stories, yeah. man. We we uh yeah, Woodsy is fearless. I got <laughs> we we both had a Michael Jackson joke and <laughs> we said only one of us can do the Michael Jackson joke and then we all did the Michael Jackson yeah. joke and we said who I, I had the funniest Jeff Michael. <laughs> that's a that's a Keith Robinson impression about him talking about they did a show in Baltimore. It was at Keith, the Comedy Factory. The me, Comedy Factory. Uh, Keith Robinson. Warren Keith. Hutchison. Ralph Harris. Yeah. Keith Robinson, for those who don't know, he, he was a mentor to Kevin Hart. He was like mm-hmm. a dude out of Philly. Very funny comedian. And he's Wanda Sykes' best friend. Yeah, Wanda Sykes' best friend, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was so fucking cool to be at the Comedy Cellar. And then uh, the New York scene, man, you, you, your home club for a long time was the Boston, right? Yeah. The Boston Comedy Club uh, is, is a club that, that shut down. Barry Katz used to run it. Yeah, he hosted it and owned it. Yeah, man. Was he your, did he ever manage you? Yeah, he's managed everybody. Yeah. He was my, yeah, he's my manager. And then the guy who works as my manager now, Jason, was his, uh, he's one of the agents in there, but he was like Barry's best friend and sidekick, and he was Robin, and and, and, and Barry was Batman. And then one day, I guess, Jason said, I've had enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I was Renee (laughs) Zellweger. Yeah, <laughs> you remember when Tom Cruise yeah. said, "I'm out of here." Who's going with me? I'm like, "All right, I got you." I carried the fish tank. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So when did you start traveling uh, across across the seas, like uh, London, Australia? Yeah, ninety three. Ninety three was the first 93 time. Ninety three went to Scotland. Scotland, went to Ed- Edinburgh, Ed- Edinburgh, and did and did well there, and just met people from all over, and then. For those, can you describe what Edinburgh is to the people listening? Because they don't know Edinburgh, the, the significance it's a, of Edinburgh. It's, a, it's called the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and there's a whole bunch of entertainers, everything you can imagine, singing, dancing, whatever. It goes on for a month, and the people of Edinburgh, the good people of Edinburgh, go on vacation and leave and rent their homes out. Ooh, 
<laughs> yeah, they rent their <laughs> homes out and, and then for entertainers from all over the world go in and just It's like one man shows type yeah, of Yeah, they just party and get it and have a good time for a whole month. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the most uh big like the biggest like a lot of big names from all across the world. It's like it's yeah. like kind of very it's like the European Montreal just for laughs, right? Yeah. Kind of like that. Montreal sucks. And no, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the other big one would be. Uh, the Melbourne? The Melbourne Festival. Yeah. It's big. And yeah. when did you get into that one? Because that's where I think Trevor Noah and all those guys yeah. got to know you from, the Australian I know, circuit. Yeah, I know Trevor from Australia. Yeah. And, uh, let me see. Yeah, then start doing English stuff, me and. Uh, so we did, yeah, we did stuff all over England, and I did military stuff in Germany, and uh, uh, Australia. Australia What's came after I did the uh, the Comedy Central special. Can you talk about what it's like when you do shows outside the country? Do you ever have to change up your style or change up, or did it take? No, nah, I don't change up my style. I just uh, change up what I talk about sometimes. You know, stuff that's relative to people. Yeah, there are a lot of comedians that refuse to go onto college campuses now. Like there's, there's like Jerry well, Seinfeld. Cause you get older, you know, first of all, you just like talking to kids and then the climate now is like, hey, well, you know, I'm it's political yeah. correctness and dude, I'm way past political correctness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck that shit. You gonna come through, you gonna come through the next Overachiever show? I'm over there, over there right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm waiting on y'all to open the door. <laughs> Well, thank you, uh, thank you for doing this with us, man. No, thank y'all. Appreciate, Appreciate you, man. I got out of my system. I wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. And what better podcast to do than you guys' podcast? Well, yeah, man. This is the best one in D.C. This is it, Best man. one in That's this motherfucking right room. Yeah, nah, this is it, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We are down to our last 10 tickets for the Thursday show um, at the Comedy Loft. It's my birthday show. We got Jason Weems, Alex Scott, Rami Mostafavi, and who knows? Maybe Tony Woods will drop in, have some Persian cake with us. You know what I mean? Shit, <laughs> who don't like Persian cake? <laughs> All right, man. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Catch All you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.
distractions going on elsewhere. Can't hide love, well I bet you I've got a 
Rose Bowl.